What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing the season finale of, C- of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 3, Episode 8. And it's called Chapter 28, Sabrina is Legend. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. We also have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, just rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so we have lots of time. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Let's get into it, the season finale. What do you think? It was it was good. It was really good. There are a couple of things that I think I would have wanted done differently, but yeah. um, I'm still satisfied with what we got and very yeah. impressed with how it all wrapped up. What Same. did you think? I liked it too. I think that we alluded to it last podcast, like kind of the way that things went were, yeah. were a little expected, like with the time travel side yeah. of it. But I did really enjoy the episode. It was super entertaining to watch. You're right. I think especially when it comes to time travel, I always get confused. So I think that there were a few plot holes that I want to discuss to see if they're actually plot holes. Like I would love to yeah. for the comment, like the listeners to jump in and be like, nah, that doesn't make any sense or it does make sense. Because I feel like I did catch everything, but some things didn't make sense at the end of it all. And I feel like you always kind of get confused when it comes to to like time warp timelines and i feel like they tried to throw a few things at us and we're like okay i guess we're gonna go with it but i don't know if i want to go with it without talking about it i think i think really quickly too um i think i wanted a bit more collateral damage um you can't just get everything bet like everything just can't work out perfectly for you because you time traveled and you have a magical egg and i think i would have liked a little bit more of that just so yeah. that the stakes were higher and like it, it does feel more real like they fucking time traveled but everything right. just got like a reset button and so i was like okay so the biggest pretty, pretty I, much good yeah i mean the biggest thing that i know we change lost. was agatha or dorcas still dies like but she's like, still gone who, like who really cares about her you know what I mean? yeah i mean i thought she was kind of cool but and she didn't really get the death that i feel like she deserved yeah, so i'm exactly. kind of shocked that she's actually off the show that powerful Sucks. moment it was wasn't really there so I, it yeah. didn't really sink in for me and, and yeah. So, yeah i'm sure maybe they'll cover it next year or next season we'll we'll see because i mean she was one of the weird <laughs> sisters it's not like she was like that stupid kid who ran away for with yes, the pagans or but, whatever but she also like, didn't they didn't really develop her more no like they didn't she was stoned for half and they could have so, yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah. anyway Let's go into the episode. We'll take it down one by one and uh, talk about little pieces, okay? So it starts off with Ambrose telling a story as if it's like a storybook or like a fairy tale. And he's flipping the pages. So the audience is watching it and hearing what happened basically as soon as um, what we watched last season. So he says, after, you know, everybody's turned turn to stone, House of Morningstar falls. So that's... You know, the Dark Lord and Lilith and Sabrina. And so that means that Caliban was able to take over hell. Um, Then he says Caliban attacks the earth, but he fails because the pagans were too strong. And then while the people about like while they're above earth trying to kill the pagans, they get, you know, they get they lose. 
And then an army of angels destroys the rest of hell. Like they literally go down into hell and destroy the rest of the demons who are like waiting there. And then um, the whole story kind of ends off with Sabrina still in the ninth layer of hell, still stuck in the wall uh, where Judas was. And it starts off by saying something like, uh, the only person that Sabrina could save is Sabrina herself or something like that. And so it cuts to it actually happen- happening in the ninth layer. And someone in a hood goes up to the statue and says something and it unfreezes her. And it's obviously Sabrina from the future. So this like already right away, like gets very confusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... She switches places with her future self. So the one that we saw last episode switches places with someone who comes from another future timeline. And now she's stuck in the wall. Um, And basically she says, uh, I was able to get out in one future timeline. I can't tell you how I did it, but you need to do it in your timeline. And then you need to come back and then switch places with me again. So then like everything will, the loops will be closed. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm like, like I said, time travel is fucking confusing. And already I was like, this is going to get weird. Um, so she goes straight to hell, like the main area and she sees all the regalia, but everything is like fucked up. Like there's like, like everything looks like it's destroyed and there's nobody there. And so when she opens up the regalia, like closet or whatever, all the guardians of the regalia come out. So it's like. The guy who they found in the tree, it's the guy that they found in the tomb, the Vlad guy, whatever. They're all there. And she asks, like, what the hell happened here? And he explains that there was an attack uh, from heaven. Everything got destroyed. There's no more demons left. But they stayed around because they're there to protect the regalia. Like, that's like their life dream or whatever. Their, like, goal in life. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'll take these because, like, at least they're powerful, and then we'll figure out what to do next. So then it cuts to Sabrina going home, like, to actually going to, like, her old place, and, like, everyone has, like, done been dead. Like, yeah. it's it's exactly what we saw last episode. Everybody's kind of, like, where they were before. So, um, like, Agatha and Prudence's bodies were found in that, like, little living room area, and she finds like Zelda. She finds that Hilda never like rose from the dead. Um, so everybody's kind of just basically like skeletons, and everything's kind of overgrown with like leaves and shit. Yeah. And so it's been so time has passed, right? Is yeah. That- exactly. Um, t- like thirty plus years, like the decades apparently have passed, and she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Um, at one point in time, she does go into the kitchen. She opens up one of the closet doors and she sees like the batty bat sand. And already I was like, okay, this is going to come. This is going to come around later because she pulls it out. And she's like, oh, okay, like random. The batty bat shit is in this closet. Fine. She puts it away. And then at one point in time, she goes into the closet or she goes into the fridge and opens it as if she's like going to make herself a snack. Like, I'm like, it's been 30 years. There's nothing in there that's fresh and clean. So anyway, (laughs) as she's in this in the fridge, um, she hears a noise. She goes over and it's like these zombie plant monster human beings and they try to attack her Um, as she like hides in an area. She hears 
uh, like slashing and murdering and she opens up the doors and the zombie people are dead and those guys are standing the regalia guys are standing over them saying like we're gonna protect you because you have the regalia like this yeah. is what we're gonna do so they're gonna follow her on this mission now and she's like okay cool so then she goes to the carnival and then like in a corner she sees the green man like the gigantic statue the one that swallowed harvey hole and um, she sees these zombie humans, like, just pouring blood at the feet. Like, they, they they keep coming. And while she's watching this, like, there's creepy music and shit. What did and, you think and- about... What did you think about zombies? Like, we finally get to see... Uh, um, like, we got to see zombies in this in this world. What did in you this think world, about that? I mean, I thought they were kind of creepy. And I do like the fact that they were, like... They weren't, like, oh, I'm, like, falling apart zombies. They were, like... Yeah. They look like they could be fast and creepy and scary. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Did you feel like it was I, extra? I, mean, I liked it. No, no, I really liked it. And I think they did such a good job with like this whole kind of world of fantasy, right? Like we got to yeah, see vampires totally. this season. We got to see now zombies. There's a werewolf. Like yeah. they they did a really cool job of like of incorporating like all these different creatures, like mythical sure. creatures, and like making so like sense still. And and I and I liked it. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good for sure. Um, so then it, uh, so then while she's watching this in the corner, Ambrose kind of like grabs her from behind and he's like, you come with me. And he takes her to the mines, which is where he's been hiding this whole time. So then he goes to the mines and right off the top, Ambrose is like, why the fuck did you leave us? Like, you, we needed you at like this time and you weren't there. And she's like, what the hell? Like, you literally told me as a family to go and finish the regalia. And he's like, yeah, but we literally needed you. And you, like, just never came back. And so he's tr- he's trying to explain what happened. Like, everybody basically took over, like, everything that we saw in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And um, she has an idea. Because the egg, he's able, he was able to keep the egg safe the entire time. Like, he's right. able to, like, hide it in the corner. It's, like, still fucking incubating in that fucking tank. I don't know how he has power down there, but sure. Um, So then she's like, what about using this time egg somehow and going back in time to like figure this out? And he's like, that might work, but you need something that's just as powerful as the egg in order to like not get destroyed or for it to actually work. So and so so let's pause here because I want to I want to ask you the question that i asked you offline yeah (laughs) so my first question at this moment watching the episode i was like what the fuck like why would they only use the time traveling now like they could have used it from time they could have used it before like when they when their powers were gone they could have used it to go back in time to like get their powers back right but then you like no they couldn't have done that because then they still need the regalia power yeah to like boost it or whatever it is i don't know but the, but the thing with me was, like, if that was the case, then they should have put those two together in the first place. You know what I mean? A long time ago. Like, yeah. they should have aligned her mission with the fact that they didn't have any powers from the very beginning being like, okay, well, we obviously exactly. need these pieces to make something that will help us out. But I guess they were also frantic. And plus, like, it was a pagan, so, like, they couldn't think about it. Yeah. But, so she comes up with it. And he's like, true, what a good idea. He's like, we need to go back to the academy and, like, enhance your power around those stones but since like you've been gone blackwood has gone crazy and now he stays there he like lives in the the academy 
Um, so she's like, okay, well, we'll see if we can figure this out. She runs and grabs the little jar that we saw like a few minutes ago in the house. She goes to grab the sand, um, which is a cool throwback to season one. Like that episode to me was still like to this day, like such a standalone episode. Which that, one? Uh, the baddie bat one, the one where oh, she yeah. is like in the dream sequence. Um, yeah, that was fucked up. So for it to come back all the way back around season three, episode 10, I was like, good for you guys. Like you're actually yeah, trying you guys to see it work. Yeah, yeah. You like literally like kept continuity, which I was very impressed with. Um, so it cuts back to the Academy and right away she like hears Blackwood. He's like mumbling to himself. He's crazy. And so she calls him out and um, right away she tries to throw the the baddie bad thing, but it can't open. And it's a really cool sequence because he ends up disarming her, like throwing the baddie bat thing away. And then he freezes her. Ambrose tries to come and kill him. He freezes Ambrose and then he snaps Sabrina's neck and then he snaps Ambrose's neck. And like, that's kind of how it holds and ends for like a good five, ten seconds. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Do they have to go back in time again? Like what that like at one point in time, I was like, please don't make this like even more complicated. Please don't bring another fake you know, Later like future Sabrina. Yeah. Like, uh, like I didn't want that. Yeah. Um. And but then right away, um, he's already dreaming, and Batty Bat's like literally like sitting on his dick. She's like, yeah. eh, like he's already fucking. <laughs> Got <screaming>. you. <laughs> <laughs> so then she kind of like takes him to the corner. So, so this is actually quite important because this means in this current timeline, um, Blackwood is now being tortured by Batty Bat. He's no, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Correct. Right. Like, so we have to be like, that is one thing that I definitely like we need to talk about. Yeah, because she's she has a hold on him right now because she's in his dreams or whatever. Yes. Um, So anyway, that happens. Then she's like, okay, we're going to spin this motherfucking thing. She like gets uh, she she goes back all the way back in time. It was kind of a cool scene. They create this like out of all, I guess, the materials out of the the silver coins, the the crown and the bowl they they take they turn it into like a like swinging something or other um and like she goes back in time doing the spell um she goes back in time to the point where blackwood has just gotten into the academy like he just broke in it's like where the i think it's where the cheerleaders were where he was trying to break into the door so they were trying to get their powers back. So he's just breaking into the academy um, and he's about to go to the Spellman house with Agatha to kill everybody there and find the eggs and find, I guess, the children as well. So that's what his current goal is in this brand new timeline that she just reset. Question number one, why didn't she go back further? You're right. Do you think that there was an option there? Maybe not. I guess not. I'm I mean, to your no. point, though, I wish they explained that. Like, I wish... There's certain parts where they do cover yeah, up their loopholes agreed. and they explain it. Um, like the whole regalia thing, like the time travel egg needs the power of the regalia to yes. like start up and whatever. So, okay, fine. I'll buy that. You guys wrote, wrote like a reason to that. But this one they didn't. And I don't understand why they wouldn't have just, you're right, like gone further back and then right. could have like saved themselves even more and like saved Dorcas or whoever, Agatha, whoever it was. Agatha, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, I wish there was an explanation to that a little bit more. Like, oh, it only takes us back so many, so much, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I wish that the next explanation with Ambrose and Sabrina, she's like, this is not going to take us all the way. So we just have to be prepared for wherever it takes us. You know what I mean? And just like yeah. try to do it from there. But then I was like, but why can't you just use the regalia again to go back in time even further? I don't yeah. know. I guess I was just asking for too much, but whatever. Um, cause so we're, we're saying she goes back in time and at that point we have to remember there's like three major things that have already happened in the timeline. So we don't forget. Number one, Blackwood is now unkillable because Lilith gave him the, the cane, uh, cane, the mark of cane. So he's still unkillable. The dark Lord is now separated from him mm-hmm. as well. Lilith is also pregnant technically in this, in this uh, current storyline and Dorcas is still dead. So we have to just assume that all those things have still occurred because it's taking us straight to that, that point in time, um, which is still pretty major things. Like that means like a major character is already dead and Blackwood is unkillable, which is going to probably come up again later on in the season um, or next season. So then it cuts to the Spellman household and right away she flashes in when Zelda has now been shot and she's still like being healed or whatever. That's what I mean. Like Zelda's still unhealed. Like she didn't go further back yeah. to when yeah. people like when shit really hit the fan. But um, so anyway, so she's she goes down to the morgue and she says to the zombie queen and she says to Prudence and Ambrose like we need to go like. Blackwood is on his way here and he's going to like fuck shit up. So we got to dip. So yeah. she zaps them all to Dorian's. Okay. Then she goes to find her friends. She goes and zaps to the garage um, where like where everybody is. And then yeah. she brings them to Dorian's as well. So everybody is in the same space. Um, Zelda wakes up at that moment in time and she's like, I know what to do now. Um, and she's looking for Hilda, but Hilda is still not awake yet. So then she's like, I think I know how to figure this out. We're going to go to the Spellman grave and whoever's brave enough to like stay there. Um, we're going to like bring my sister back. So she calls on a brand new, I guess, leader or God or goddess, whatever, um, named Hecate. And it's uh, and it's the triple goddess. It's the goddess of witchcraft. And apparently it's like. She's been the basis of witchcraft since the very beginning. And I wrote down that it's surprising that they haven't been like praying to her this whole time. But I'm now reading it back saying she was the goddess of witchcraft, which means that the men probably weren't like involved in that goddess. You know what I mean? So now that the women are having like their moments, like she can now like pray to this one specific um, goddess yeah. that, that can yeah. give her the power. Um, so it's a really, really cool scene. Like everybody's like Miranda Otto who plays Zelda is like doing the sixth scene where she's like screaming to the heavens, saying this whole prayer, trying to get her sister back. And then sure enough, like right at that last moment, like the storm is brewing. Everybody's looking and trying to get her back. And Hilda's like hand like pops out of the ground and she's okay. She's back to, she's back for, uh, from the dead. Um, and so this is when everybody needs to kind of like reconvene. But again, like I said, this is when Blackwood would have gone to the house. Everybody is currently at the Spellman household, like all of the witches, like everybody's still 
hanging out because they're there to support um, Zelda, right? So your assumption is that, like, he's not going to go into the house because he's already, like, he's not going to be able to make it or whatever, right? Right. But I guess if we want to talk about timelines, maybe he showed up beforehand before they got back to the house, before they got to the graveyard to bring Hilda back, but they never show that scene. So yeah. I I kind of feel like that was a bit of a miss that that because I wanted to know that that still happened. The fact that he still took the egg, the fact that he still had Agatha with him, the fact that he took the kids like those are pretty major things. Yeah, that you happened. can't you can't not show that. Like, how do yeah. you we're sitting here wondering when the fuck did this happen? And then in the exactly. end of the episode, we see him with the egg and we see him with the twins and you're like, right. OK, but when did this happen and when, how? Yeah. Exactly. So I think that was the biggest miss of this episode. Like now that we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, they definitely never showed that. They never like explained how he got into the house, how he was able to take all those things and then just like show back up where he needed to show back up at the very end of the episode. Even like even the smallest line of like even when they were doing the scene with him and he could be like, ha 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 ha. I stole the egg without them yes. even noticing. Da, na, na, na. Yes. Like yeah. even something like yeah. that where you're like, oh, true. Like he was still able to steal it. But there's no it's like they shot that scene and like they never connected that scene to like the main episode right. plot. I wonder and hope that maybe they'll show it in the very beginning of next season to just start maybe. his storyline off. To like, me, it feels like they missed it though. Like it feels lazy and then Agreed. they didn't want to answer that question. Yeah, but like it's fucking that's a huge question to It's not, huge, of course. Not yeah. Answer. So yeah, I was a little disappointed because just because they've been so tight on their storylines, they've been really tight in terms of making sure everything makes sense that I'm surprised that they missed that. Like they they wrote that scene that's, in and like they didn't even what, explain it for sure and that's why I'm I'm the most shocked at that because they did such a good job with tying up yeah. all these loose ends but somehow the biggest scene and really the biggest cliffhanger for next season is left unanswered exactly, exactly. and that to me yeah. it, I don't know it just doesn't feel right it's tight a little bit anyway so in this moment everybody's good to go Sabrina's like okay I'm gonna go find the real Wardwell because she's the last virgin, technically. And the, she's coming up with a plan. She's like, okay, I'm going to use Wardwell, but like, we'll see how it goes. She's kind of looking in the corner with all the witches and she's like, maybe I'll use them. Um, and then Ambrose, Zelda, Hilda, and Prudence are now tasked to like put everybody to sleep in the town, um, which is like extra because like they literally all have like another fucking. A musical moment where they're all like singing to the rest of the town <laughs> so ambrose hilda zelda prudence they're all in a like in in a circle and they're singing this song like everyone in the world go to sleep now so everybody passes out so they don't go to this carnival because then that means that like they'll capture a virgin and like sacrifice to the green god whatever so um cuts to the carnival pan's like where is everybody we told them there was going to be like free shit here like what the hell why aren't they here um, but everybody's sleeping, so obviously nobody shows up. And then Robin comes in with Wardwell. Um, yeah. And she's she's gagged and she's tied up. And he's like, well, use her because she's the last virgin that I was able to scout. So you can use her. Um, and he's like, okay, well, then let's do this. So he's all excited. They do the whole ritual. They put her inside of it. At this point in time, did you think that it was going to be like they're actually just I mean, like sacrificing this bitch because yeah, she's like she fucking no. shot Zelda? <laughs> I definitely knew something was up and then they had a plan because it's like, girl, you got the you got a second chance at saving the universe. Like, don't fuck it yeah. up. Like, yeah, do it yeah, the right way, <laughs> you know, uh, and it was a really cool way to do it. So um, they put her in the wall or they put her in the green man. They do the whole ritual. But as she's like 
getting like absorbed, the whole green man goes like brown and then it starts to fall apart. It starts to turn into poison, whatever. They're like, what the fuck is happening? And then you realize that um, it's that witch. It was it's the one witch that is able to control like plants and yeah. like, death and disease and shit. Yeah. And she's the one that uh her her name is Pesta, yeah. And she glamored um she glamored Wardwell. her to look like Wardwell. But then you also find that Robin was glamored, was a glamour from Sabrina. So it, it actually was Sabrina the whole That's time. That's sick, yeah. So it was like a sick like double twist. Um, Sabrina has her moment where she's like, bitch, what the fuck? Um, the one thing I will say that I guess it's like a little tiny thing, but these pagans have been like so lit on like tracking down virgins and finding, you know, like You're Harvey. Right. Yeah. But like they couldn't sense that this was the witches. Like I'm kind of shocked that they were able to get tricked so easily by That's the, the witches. That's the thing, right? Like like you you hype up these people the entire season and they're like this mega villain of the season yeah and then it's literally a fucking glamour trick that gets you guys like (laughs) that's true to me a little again it's a little cheap win it's like yeah bro you did all this regalia you're doing all these intense like storylines and twists and turns and at the end of the day you just do a glamour spell on these people yeah yeah i know like you're right they should be able to see through a glamour spell like come on sure the fucking like the girl bitch turned Hilda sensed- into a spider. Like, yeah. she, like I'm sure they can sense when like something isn't right. And it's true. Like you're, they keep talking about the, the great god Pan, the great god Pan. I'm like, what is this Pan fucking? You said like, a last that, episode he's not, too. Like, yeah. he didn't do anything. He this did whole time. shit all. Yeah. So um, that it really quickly shows, like in this moment, as the whole plan is being revealed, that Sabrina put the real Wardwell to sleep. Like she's passed out in her house and she erases her memory so now we yeah. know that in this new storyline she's not going to be a problem for the spellman family like she doesn't think that they're witches and she's not going to go and fucking shoot everybody um so in this moment uh sh- it's like a really it's a really cool scene i'm kind of cutting it short but um the entire coven shows up and attacks all the pagans be like they were like, drive them all out of our town and make sure like none of them are left here. So it's not even just like drive them out, but also like kill whoever you can catch. <laughs> yeah. It was like a full, full out free for all. And so everybody kind of has like a moment of vengeance. The first one is Roz wanting to go and kill the Gorgon. And she's like, I'm going to go into the tent. I'm going to kill that bitch. And Harvey's like, no, I can do it because I'm like a man. And so he goes in and he's it, he was so cute. He was like, I've seen Clash of Titans. I could I've it worked for Perseus. It'll work for me. And I guess in that movie, he uses a mirror to see where the Gorgon is, because if you look into her eyes, you'll turn into stone and die. Yeah. So he tries to do that in the fucking tent right away. He sees her, but like the, the fucking mirror cracks in his hand and she's like, you think you can do that? I'm to just me? like, Harvey, stop. I like, like I get stop, you trying to help, but like, you just yeah. can't do this right now. Like, you are not like, supposed to this be in is the, the ring. Third, fourth time that he's like, yeah. tried to do something and failed like miserably. Like, bro, just go away. Like just you're at not the carnival special. alone. Like the carnival yeah. is not his place to like try <laughs> yeah. to be a hero. He needs to not go to the carnival. <laughs> you can't even like bang that thing to like make it go up or whatever. <laughs> He's just like a fail all across the board. Um, So right in this moment, he's about to get attacked. He's about to get killed. And Roz comes in, of course, and saves the day, slices the girl's head off with a sword. And um, then she even says, she's like, 
oh, well, maybe we can use this head for, like, a future situation because the Gorgon head can still turn people into stone if you if they look into the head. So it's like yeah. that's the power it has. Um, and I'm sure that'll come back around in another, like, episode or season. Um, so then we get a sick moment with Hilda visiting Cersei. And so she's in her tent. She's, like, packing up and shit. And she's like, oh, hey, where are you going? Where do you think you're going? And Cersei's just like, I just want to go. Um, but Hilda is like going off on her because at this point in time, we're also assuming that Cerberus is dead. So Hilda is like in right. pain still. She's still like feeling that like you fucking turned me into a spider and I killed my goddamn boyfriend. Like, yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Fuck you. So yeah. she's like, let me show you my other talent. She's like, you told me that I didn't really have a lot of abilities. Well, one of my abilities is to do this. She pulls out this part. like uh, like a fake doll or whatever, like a thing doll, a voodoo doll, and she fucking like rips her to shit. Like the she sound fucking, effects in this uh, scene so were like insane. She's like intense. <laughs> yeah, it was they like were hilarious. so satisfying though because yeah. like she, this bitch like re- literally ruined. She's her like life. being tortured. Yeah, she's yeah, being so fucking tortured. So she like snaps her arm, snaps her neck, snaps her legs. Like it was a very crazy scene and just like the contort contorting of that woman's her body. body. I was like, yeah. holy shit, you guys are intense. But so basically, you know, she gets her vengeance. It was a really sick moment. I loved it so much. And then like she dies. And then the final one is with pan and she he sees um zelda and ambrose kind of in the distance and they're coming after him and he's like didn't you forget that like i'm the great god pan he turns into pan um and he's like my eyes alone will make you go crazy like you'll turn crazy once you like see my face or hear my voice or something and she's like yeah that's fine and then right in that moment (laughs) prudence like comes from behind and like stabs him through uh through the chest or whatever. So he gets killed. Loved it. Everybody's dead. It was such a sick moment. What yeah. a great way for the coven to come back together and destroy these motherfuckers. Yeah. I was just like happy to see it was very, very satisfying. Um so then it cuts back to the Spellman household and everyone's like cheersing. Everybody's happy. Everybody's good. Um and the the sisters are basically like, okay, well, I guess like we're done now. And does that mean that you're going to be going back to hell? And she's like, yeah, I guess like that's going to be my thing now. Like I'm going to be the queen of hell. And it was a really emotional moment because they basically say like, we never really wanted you to do this. Like yeah. it just ha- so happened. It just, and she's like, it's my destiny. Like what else do you want me to do? Yeah. Um. So I thought that was really cute. And then everybody else has kind of all these like moments. They're closing up all the storylines because like everything's done now. So Robin and Theo have a quick moment and he decides that he's going to stay in Greendale. So now we know he's going to like kind of stick around as like a character for next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvey and Roz have a moment where they finally like say I love you. And then they finally have sex. Like they finally fuck. Do so, they actually? Like does it, is it signed, sealed, and delivered? They I mean, actually fuck? I am making the assumption that like it cuts to them they like do. making out really okay. hard and then like it's happening. So okay. so I know that you mentioned before that you didn't you wanted Sabrina to like get her cherry pop by him. Yeah. But it looks like he's going to already have like have I thought it was going to be both of them like losing their virginity to each other, but yeah. it looks like he's going to like have sex with Roz obviously. So like they're done. 
Um, how do you feel about that dynamic? Do you feel like it still could happen with Sabrina? Yeah, or? I definitely think it could still happen. Um, I just think for the purpose of the finale, they needed to wrap things up with him and Roz because yeah, yeah. Like, Sabrina was doing her own thing with Hell, so like they couldn't really get him to go to her. And plus, she did the thing spell right with the with the candles. Right. Yeah. So like, it's true. who knows? Like, who knows what the like consequences of that spell is going to be next season? I'm excited right. to see what they do with that. Yeah. Um, but no, it was fine. Good made point. sense um so cutting to another thing that made sense and was really really cute um hilda like i said thinks that cerberus is dead at this point so she goes downstairs to say goodbye to his body and he's like coming out of the he's like unwrap webs. me he's like oh what the hell and she's like oh my god it didn't kill you i actually just like put you to sleep and like wrapped you up for like a snack a little later and he's like of course i'm a little snack they're I'm just a so snack. see they're so cute and they're so cute and of course i never want anything to happen to him and to their relationship yeah. i love them together but again like right when you think like they actually fucking killed someone off the show yeah you're like, yo they're it's like true. oh no no he was just it's like true. he was like look like just sitting in the cocoon like he was good i'm like yeah okay like when when a show does this you know for the future it always feels like they're never gonna go there and so you're never you're really right. feeling scared or yeah. like there's a there's gonna be a risk taken because they're clearly not doing it like they killed right. one person this season that's it yeah so and like and like to your point it's really interesting because it totally breaks your the one like you and b always say where it's like if i don't see the death on for screen sure. then yeah. it didn't really happen like, we saw so many deaths on screen and none of them technically happened. The one death that actually stuck, we never saw it on screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's we're so now true. supposed to assume that, like, she's actually dead. And it does leave, like, a very, like, empty feeling in your stomach being like, that didn't feel like it panned like, out the way that it was supposed it. to pan out. Yeah, yeah. it does kind of suck. But, yeah, it's just interesting that it went that way. And I was like, this totally breaks all of NB's rules. Like, the fact that she died off screen. Totally. Um... Anyway, so um, she she's happy. Hilda's happy. So I, I am glad about that. You're right. It wasn't high stakes. Like, it was high stakes in that moment. I really did think he was dead. So we got two episodes to mourn him, and then he came back to life. And I was like, okay, I'm happy that, like, they have their moment. Like, I want to see a wedding still. I'm really excited for them. <laughs> so then it cuts to Prudence and Ambrose. Ambrose is at home, and Prudence comes to visit, and she's like, well... Just letting you know that we found Dorcas's body in the dungeons. Like, she's dead. She was killed by Agatha. And um, she's, like, having a little breakdown. And she basically says, like, if we kill Blackwood when we could have in Scotland, yeah. um, maybe all of this wouldn't have even happened. Um, and she blames Ambrose directly and says, like, you're the one that told me not to kill him. It's your fault. Um, and that's it. So that's when they like break up. She's like, fuck this. I'm out. I mean, it was and, a, such a powerful scene yeah. and like, and it was really emotional. Like it almost got me like, I almost started to cry because the only reason why she would be hurt by him is literally this reason. Like, yes, yes, exactly. You know, she goes, I was going to kill him and you fucking stopped me. And now look what right. happened. I lost my sister and all this other stuff. But her like the pain that you see in her eyes like i'm like oh my god like yeah this is always gonna be a point of contention for them or something like yeah in their relationship even if they get back together next season or whatever like she's always gonna feel like he done fucked her up because of this moment yes 100 percent. so she dips she's over it and um 
I'll talk about this now because it does like keep cutting back and forth, but she ends up back at the academy. She sees Nick kind of sitting on the steps by himself all lonely. Um, and so they kind of console each other because she's broken, he's broken, yeah. he's alone, she's alone. Um, and they just like start talking. How do you feel about a new rising couple for um, next season? I don't mind. I didn't mind it. Um, I think that they naturally come together because of what they've just gone through in this, yeah. in this episode. And um, like they're really both like kind of sexual and like they're like right. horny as like fuck. And like I can see that attraction. Right. I don't see them like having like this crazy bond. But I do right. feel like them getting together is definitely going to hurt ambrose and sabrina and like it's just true, gonna be more true, attention true, true. good so. point yeah that's a good point um so then it cuts to zelda and marie talking in the house and yeah. she basically explains like where they're at now so marie's like so what are you guys who are you like who are you worshiping and zelda says we're the order of hecate now we're worshiping the three in one which is like the i forget what it is it's like the hag the, the something the something um and marie keeps saying she's like i'm great i'm glad that you guys are like back together or whatever but i think that you need to hone in on all of your like crew now because i feel an even darker force coming and you need to now harness your coven's power and prepare them for a war and so like zelda they're just both talking and like it's just an intense scene and Zelda's like so does that mean that you're gonna stay and Marie's like yeah yeah if, if you'll still have me and she's like so she's like okay guys legit if you want to talk about what the f moment like the 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 degree of like how like my jaw dropped in this moment I was on the subway watching this on like public transport and my head like my neck like popped out and my yeah. jaw was like, what? Because <laughs> I didn't see it coming at all. I was like, wait, what? Full gagged. I was gagged. Like, I didn't see it like, coming. Like, they didn't once give each other, like, googly no, eyes. Like, no. they didn't, like, once, like, check each other out. Nothing. Like, I it was totally it. platonic. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it turns to this kiss. Like, I did love it. But I was like, it legit came out of fucking nowhere. Fully. Fully nowhere. It definitely didn't make, like, 100% sense. But now that I'm watching it back, you do notice that, like, you know, she always, like, looks at Marie and is, like, especially in the very beginning, she was, like, who are you to come in? So she got territorial specifically on Marie, not any of the other witches. No, and I think um, I think it's, like, this power, um, like, they're both very powerful women. And so there's, right. like, that attraction um, between the two of them already. Right. Like, I can see it that way, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also we know. have to remember like witches are different. Like they said it from the beginning, witches have like a different energy. Like there's no such thing as like straight, gay, whatever. Like they're all just like they love energy. No, they and love like people, whatever. That's totally whatever, fine. You know? I just wish they had a scene somewhere along the way where like like even when she was trying to heal Zelda, if she like touched her in a certain way or like looked at yeah, her in a certain way, like I would have been hand. like, Ooh, like is she down for her? And right. like whatever. But there was nothing like that. So like just yeah. for, the, for them to kiss i was like oh like there was something this entire time but like i didn't see it like i just yeah. wish they had built it up a bit more i almost feel like like even in that moment zelda was like oh shit what am i doing like oh sick like i guess i'm kissing her now you know what yeah. i mean like yeah, yeah it was just like a shock for the entire group of people including the audience i just it was such a great moment i loved it this the Lack of setup and the fact that it just kind of came out of nowhere really worked for me at least like in that moment yeah. i was like this is great 
Um, so back in te- back in hell, she she has to like dip and she needs to like go down there and like switch places. So she actually no, she doesn't go back into hell and switch places. She yes, does she? Yes. So in she this moment, tells, she goes yeah. back down, but she goes back as the current Sabrina, the one that we saw. Um, from the very beginning of the episode. So the one who's like done done doing all of this, she goes down in her little like hood again and she stops another Sabrina. So now there's, if correct me if I'm wrong, she says to that Sabrina, don't go and talk to Judas. He's going, it's actually Caliban and he's going to switch that shit. So don't go over there into that corner. And then she said, actually, maybe what you should do is um, switch places with me so you can rule above and I can rule down here. Because, like, I want to stay down here and have power as queen of hell and you want to go up and, like, be a regular teenager. It works out perfectly for us. Um, But it is a little confusing because I think they did mention that the ninth circle of hell is in its own um, Ambrose called it like a time pocket. Like basically things keep happening over and over again in that space. I don't know exactly what that meant, but she goes back into a time where she's not yet in the wall, which I was a little confused by. Do yeah, you know what I, I mean? was so confused by this. Because because at that point in time, she could have gone and waited for her to go into the wall and then switch places with her. But then I was like, uh what like i like anyway i feel Uh, like maybe that's what would have happened but i just got confused i was like this is too much so um so she does decide like that's gonna happen she's like let me just take care of one thing she goes over to the wall she's about to give the thing to uh judas and then she stops it and she's like i know it's you caliban get the fuck out of here and she like freezes him into the rock forever and then she like disappears um and then so sabrina goes back to like the regular level and she's like i won the regalia here's the last coins and she's about to get uh coronated or she gets coordinated it's a very long scene and it cuts back and forth between different scenarios but she uh gets crowned queen of hell she's wearing like fucking queen elizabeth uh out like an outfit um But how do we feel about her now being queen of hell? How do you feel? Well, I don't mind it. But the way fucking Ambrose was glitching out at the end, I was like, what's... Yeah. Like, I guess something's really going to happen. Like, something bad's really going to happen. Some shit's going to go down. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Did you notice Wardwell? Like, I was trying to pay close attention to Wardwell's face the entire time. Or, I guess, uh, like, Lilith, Madam Satan. Um, Do you think that she was cheesed? Or was she like, okay, Sabrina, like, you're going to be queen of hell now. Like, I don't know. Did, like I don't know how to feel how about her. her. I feel like I feel like she doesn't even know what side she's on right now. Like right. she's literally carrying like the 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 son of Satan, right? True, true. We so I do that, feel yeah. like she's still like Sabrina's my chick, but like I also am carrying like a son of Satan. So like I'm gonna get lit soon too. So yeah, I definitely feel like next season I can see the devil and her like becoming like the villains of the season. Right makes sense They're what do you devils. think <laughs> the, i yeah. i i do i was i was kind of confused about like what the relationship is now and how it stands because you're right now she has a child so she doesn't have to form a relationship with sabrina um 
But at the same time, now Sabrina's technically the queen of hell. So is she going to try to dethrone her? Is she going to try to kill her? Like, I actually would not be surprised if Lilith at some point in time tries to take hold of hell and kills the hell Sabrina without realizing that Sabrina is like fine and alive on the top part yeah that'll be really good maybe like they'll end up leading like separate lives and some shit will happen to one of them or either of them and then the other one has to come back to like fix everything out i like that so um yeah anyway so that happens she's coordinated back at the spellman house she comes back and she's like oh hey just like figure i'd don't want to be there anymore. Like, I just want to spend time with my family. And they're like, okay, cool. Um, And Ambrose, this is when Ambrose, like, kind of calls around. He's like, okay, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he takes her aside and he's like, you're, you've been acting so weird ever since we went back. Like, that whole thing happened before the even pagans thing. He's like, something, you know something that I don't know and, and I need to know. And so, basically, she explains the whole rule, the whole thing that... There is another version of herself down in hell leading hell. And he's like, you basically created a time paradox. He's like, like, do you even know what you're doing? Do you even know what you just did? (laughs) I can't believe what you're doing. I'm like, what did she do? Like, tell me more. Like, I hate when they do that. Like, he's freaking the fuck out. And he's not saying, like, what are the consequences, though? Like, why are we freaking out? I mean, I think the freak out is the fact that she used time travel to create a second version of herself that is now... Um, creating a, another future or like something is already happening like she's creating a new present using her, right. another body so I understand what he's saying like it does create something like a time paradox which means that whose storyline is going to continue now that both of them are still alive leading hell she's like if either of them find out, like if your aunts find out that there's another version of you in hell or if Lilith finds out that you're still up here, then like everything's going to go to shit. Like it's going to fall apart. Um, I think even telling him might have changed something because at the very end of their uh, storyline, they're sitting at the table and um the clock falls onto the floor and she's like oh okay so some and he's already alluding like shit's gonna go down you fucked something up like we're just gonna wait to see how that goes down basically um and then we have the final scene in the greenwood greenwood forest and um blackwood has now taken the kids and the egg so as we mentioned we already talked about it but there doesn't really make any sense how he got the egg and the kids if they were all hanging out at the house this whole the whole time. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, the question that I said are, is, are we to assume that he went in there after they all went and killed all the pagans? Like, it's a very, very weird plot hole. Um, but like, we, like you said, if we don't get that kind of covered later, then it'll be pretty, it'll pretty be pretty sad and pretty disappointing that the show didn't cover that hole up because you're right that is basically the impetus for the rest of next season like he's going to be one of the main villains i guess because what he does in this moment is he releases the egg on the like table and uh agatha's like father what have we birthed and he says the beginning of the end agatha the end of the spellmans the end of all things and then he has this like maniacal laugh and then the whole episode ends and the season is over. Yeah. So, yeah, everything is kind of 
all set up for the next season, except for this big weird thing that happened with Blackwood. Um, I am intrigued. I don't know how I feel about like a creepy monster running around and like what does that entail? Especially if it has to do with time travel, I'm gonna like lose my shit. Like if it's gonna get is there is there you know a possibility I mean? that like he's still stuck in his baddie bat like dream? See, I thought about that too, but then I was like, then, but in this current timeline, she didn't do the baddie bat thing. Do you know what I mean? Unless yeah. we're still just watching his nightmare, the fact yeah. that he's like still living his own crazy, yeah, and that's what we're seeing. But I don't know if they would go that far. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, I'm not they sure. Could, if they really don't want to go through with hit that storyline, they could totally just write it off like that. Like it was part fully. of his dream. Fully. Yeah, yeah, fully. Like if they just want to like kind of do like a different direction for next season. 100%. But yeah. I do feel like these guys are a little smarter than our regular writers. I won't mention any other shows, but I think that they they know that they did it. I just want to see how they're going to like maneuver the answer for us because i think it's going to be important to get why this happens um yeah that is the episode that was the season what a good season yeah it was really well done i think i think they did a great job with connecting everything as much as they could yeah you could tell that they covered up their loopholes you know they were really smart about their writing and i appreciated that um no it was a good season it was it was really good yeah it was very good let's get into our recap roundups Recap roundups. Best moment. What was your best um, moment? My best moment. It's you know I think the whole episode was really really impressive. Like really it was it was it was really good. But I think my best moment um, is the moment with Prudence and Ambrose because I do feel like they they really linked the consequences of like what yes um ambrose did all the way at the beginning of the season and like all the things that happened because of that she was like but you did that still and like look what happened now and so it just makes me feel like the world is more real and the world is more connected because certain things that happened in the beginning you know have consequences at the end and um just seeing her face and like i think she's an amazing actress i love the two of them together um and like they were hot all season and now they're like you know broken up and i'm like i can't wait to see how they sort of come back together next year you know yeah fully yeah that's a good point i really did like them together it was a really good moment too to see how uh you know it all kind of fell apart even though they were so solid the entire season for sure and i think like even past their because you know they love to like fuck but like clearly their relationship is way more than a physical connection like yeah to see her be like yeah like to see her be like i trusted you like you fucked me over i should have killed him and look what he did now like it's just a different level of hurt that i think you would only really um put onto someone who like you're like in love with like you're completely you know in love with this person so it was it was cute yeah loved it my best moment is gonna go to hilda taking her revenge on cersei that was like the best moment for me because i wanted to see that happen ever since you know she goes and turns into a spider and fucking like her whole storyline was so sad this season and for her to take the revenge that she needed to like make herself feel better like this and it's not just like sabrina who's like usually pretty ruthless like it's fucking hilda who's like the nicest person ever yeah so for her to go this far you know that she like fucking was in pain and so yeah. like it was just she like, loves the guy right like she's yeah. like it was a really sick moment to see her like take that revenge and like snap her neck and shit. I was like, get it, girl. 
And she le- like legit dealt with that shit all season, pretty yeah. much. So yeah. it's hard. Shit. Long time coming. WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Uh, I think it was the same woman as yours with Zelda kissing Marie. Yeah, yeah, um, fully. Because I just feel like I was like, what? Like, <laughs> it was really shocking. Did not shocking. see that coming. Yeah, like, yeah. if you want to say WTF moment, definitely, like, what Literally. the fuck is yeah. happening here? Like, considering this whole episode was about time travel and it could have got us confused that could have been our what what the fuck but it (laughs) was literally like zelda kissing fucking marie we're like that's the what the fuck moment of this episode for sure that came out of nowhere but i i'm also very excited to see this like power couple potentially come forward and i like like i said i think in the very beginning especially when they introduce brand new characters i'm always worried about what their intentions are i hope they still maintain her as like a good person like throughout the rest yeah. of the show like yeah i think we're out of the woods and assuming that she is a bad character like she's a villain but we'll see i always worry about guest stars because they're either gonna die leave or be evil you know or like I mean? yeah and her intentions can definitely change throughout next yes, season that, so. yeah that's a good point yeah. too and like they practice different magic she's voodoo For like sure. what what how's that gonna change like it'll be interesting to see what gets adopted it's a brand new coven like i'm just excited to see yeah. what they're gonna do with the whole season next season mvp who's your mvp um, I'm gonna give it to Sabrina. You know, I think she okay. obviously saved the freaking universe. Um, I think she needed two versions of herself to do that. Yeah. Um, she couldn't do it with just herself, but uh, she did it with herself still, and herself. Yeah, like she still saved the world. She time traveled, so I'm gonna give it to the girl. Yeah, it's her name on the show, so like, <laughs> I can, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, but I like going back to what I said about Hilda. I'm giving it to Hilda for sure, just because of like how she just strengthened up and was able to like do what she did. I loved her moment this episode. Um, but also just as an overall, I want to do. I do want to give it to the writers too. I think that they did a fantastic job this uh, season. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed the season considering one these episodes are very long and two it's a show about magic and magic can get very very hokey it can get very very um like cheesy a lot in a lot of shows that I was just impressed that they like maintained the line that they maintain when it comes to a comic book show about magic do you know what I mean like yeah it got it didn't get to the point where I was like, oh my God, what a fucking boring like thing. Or the weirdest moments were probably the musical moments, but they did those on purpose. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll give you those. But they just, they wrote it so well outside of that one little plot hole that we talked about already. Everything made sense. Like the, the character development, considering how large the cast is, they did a fantastic job. Like they didn't leave anyone out that we talked about outside of maybe Dorcas who just fucking got killed off. Another plot hole that I was a little disappointed about. But outside of those two, I was like impressed by their season for sure. Yeah. Well done, guys. Well done. LVP. Who's your LVP? LVP, I'm going to give it to the devil himself. Uh, oh. I said I think I said this a couple episodes ago too. I feel like he hasn't done anything like legit like Agreed. like other than like separating himself he's from so Blackwood, is. which I don't get why it took him so long to do that because he's the fucking devil. <laughs> yeah. Like he's been done. Yeah. He's done nothing all season, and like yeah. all this shit's been going on, and he still hasn't played any part in any of it. Like he's I know it's he was true. nowhere to be found in the season finale. So yeah, it's just kind of like okay, like you're not even that scary, dude. Yeah. 
it's 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 that you're definitely right he definitely didn't play like the role that we were expecting him to play this season but at the same time i was like there really wasn't a place for him like but there kind of was though like like i wish (sighs) i wish sabrina could go up to him to be like look i got this issue what do i do like even though he's still the devil and he's still evil i wish that there was still some sort of dynamic between the two of them where he could be like you should go like do this you should do this like that would have been really cool to see i don't know I don't know. He did give advice wherever he could, but like they weren't always on the same side the entire time. Like he yeah. said, like, yeah, like his storyline was a little wonky this up this season for sure. Um, my LVP is going to go to Agatha. I was just bummed that she just became a villain. Like she just followed. Yeah. She's like following Blackwood now. They didn't really dive too deep into like how she came to that conclusion where she can, yeah. where she has been betrayed by her coven or whatever. Um, they do it for like five seconds in one of the episodes where he like appears to her and he's like, look what they're doing to you. They're like treating you yeah, like shit. And she's like and instantly she, converted. Yeah. She like just converts right away. It was like all those years. And then you fucking kill your sister of how many years just yeah. because you've gone yeah. crazy for one episode. Like I was a little bummed about that. And I do love her as an actress too. I think she's like a beautiful, a talented actress. And I, I'm just sad that the weird sisters are all like kind of disjointed right now and it just like makes me sad that we have to come to terms with the fact that Dorcas is actually dead, like Prudence is all depressed, like I don't know, I like their unit. It's almost like to me it's almost like breaking up the Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how I feel. So anyway, we'll see how that goes for next season. The best line. What was your best line? Um, my best line I'm gonna I just read this piece in an article and I want to discuss it with you quickly. It's the part where Ambrose is like kind of freaking out at Sabrina at the end and he goes, the yeah. ramifications of this are horrifying at best. Um, he says, not to mention Lilith, Lilith would definitely notice that something is up. Um, and then that leads the writer to, to write about Sabrina's total lack of concern is very characteristic of the girl she was several episodes ago. And I'm sorry to say that none of the experiences she had in the interim have made her a more mature or thoughtful individual. And true, it's so Good fucking point. true. Like she Good again point. is just the girl from last season. Like you haven't learned anything girl in this yeah. entire season. Like, yeah. you're just going to be like, well, anyway, I checked everyone. And, and, and. Yeah. and I know the writer's <laughs> going to be like, but that's Sabrina. But you can't do that. Like, she is growing. She's like, she needs growth. She needs to learn, like, along the way. And he, the writer's right here. Like, the writer of this review. Like, it's like she she basically ignored everything she went through this season. And is right. still the young, immature girl that she was. So it's like, it's where true. are we left now in this season finale? Yeah, 100%. Like, she doesn't really get the character development that she deserves. And she, yeah, she shrugs off of her problems as if it's not going to create full chaos in another episode. Um, she already knows how important she is. And she, like, done fuck this shit up anyway. You're right. Like, it's it's true, though. I will say that, like, the writers would probably just defend her and say, well, she's Sabrina. She's the central character. She's, like, the Archie of this, of this show, right? Like, Archie does dumb shit all the time yeah. and people just have to kind of react to it and it's like it's chilling adventures of sabrina and this is her adventure of doing some dumb crazy shit so we just kind of have to follow it and hope that you know they develop her character in different ways which i feel like they have and that's the thing like a part of me does agree with what the writer just what you're saying and what the writer said but at the same time i'm like 
I don't know, like she broke up with Nick and she had her powerful moments. So she is growing in different ways. That's it's true. Just not That's true. All of like she's not growing in all of the ways we're You're expecting right. her to grow. Like yeah. she's a teenage high school student. Like she's never going to be like this wise sage. She's going to keep making mistakes over and over and over yeah. again until she figures it out. Like time paradox. She's never dealt with it. So like I can yeah. understand that That's she's true. not. She's not, I guess like she doesn't know how to approach it. Even if it was like her tone in that last moment, like, nah, you're right, maybe okay, I'll I'll deal true, with it. True, like true, I'll, true. I'll yeah. deal with it when it comes up next year. She was like, nah, nah, whatever. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, obviously it's gonna come back to bite you, yeah. so get ready. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. She should at least be prepared for something to yeah. go wrong. Like, like just I don't just know. sound like you have a plan. Like just sound yeah. like you have a plan. <laughs> That's all right. Because it's true. Plan. Like in if season four episode one, she's like, I don't know what's happening. I'll be like, bitch, are you fucking like, serious you right now? <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. No, it's a good point. My best line is gonna go to um, when he- Helga, sorry, Zelda, um, Helga, <laughs> uh, Zelda throws that whole like seance or whatever to bring Hilda back, and she says. We're descendant of all maidens, mothers, and crones, and so we call on the three-in-one. We call on witches stretching back from the beginning of time to the end of days. We call on ourselves, the power that we have been denied. Imbue us with them, Hecate, and we shall pray to you morning, noon, and night, and we shall live to honor thy three faces, thy three forms. And then, like, she pops out of the ground. It was just such a powerful moment. The acting on this was on fucking point. Miranda Otto killed it, like her little monologue. When she says we call on ourselves, I got shivers down our, my spine just thinking about how yeah. it... Because this show really, like, and we've said this many times this season and, and it, throughout this whole show, that they really do push the fact that this is a very female-driven cast. It's about a, a female witch and how she's trying to, like, rise above the oppression of humanity and which like which kind um and this is an amazing moment to see that like the sisterhood this coven is coming back together and they're now going to praise another female strong female character like this hecate um, goddess and it's just it was beautiful to see like how everybody banded together to like get hilda back it was it was a really cool moment for sure um, and that is it, guys. Few announcements. We have our contest going on right now for a chance to win an Amazon gift card and pop socket. To enter, just rate comments on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4. So I know that this this podcast is ending, but if you want to know who wins, then just keep listening to our Riverdale podcast and uh, make sure you guys are commenting to enter. I'd like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White Nicole Faith, Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Soleil, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things Recap Rewind exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.